0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, Welcome to episode 50 of the podcast, uh, the last of our full second year of the show. Our two-year anniversary is in just a couple of days' time uh, from the release of this episode, and uh, I seriously can't believe how quickly these last two years have flown by. Uh, I just want to extend a massive, massive thanks to everyone who's listened to us and supported the show over the last two years. Uh, your ongoing support is just uh, you know, so incredible, and it's just really appreciated by all of us here on the show. Uh, this has been announced on our social media pages, but to celebrate the anniversary, we're going to be releasing uh, next week, in fact, A big Q&A bonus episode uh, featuring myself and a couple of the cast members. Uh, If you're listening to this on the day of release, uh, or the day after, then you've still got a little bit of time to submit your questions for that. Uh, We're going to be recording it this Saturday, May the 25th, uh, which actually happens to be the second anniversary itself. Uh, If you want to submit a question, uh, you'll need to get it to us by 10am UK time on that day, uh, Saturday the 25th, otherwise you'll be too late, I'm afraid. Uh, You can submit questions over any of our social media pages uh, in a variety of ways. Uh, If you're on Facebook, the best way is to leave us uh, your question as a comment on our recent post uh, announcing the Q&A. And if you're on Twitter, you can tweet uh, any questions uh, directly at us at PretendWithDice or reply to the tweets uh, talking about the Q&A already. Uh, On both platforms, if you'd prefer to send your question in private, uh, just send us a private message or a DM and we'll sort it out that way. Uh, And of course, you can always email us on PretendingWithDice at Outlook.com. Uh, I'm really looking forward to doing this Q&A episode, Uh, they're always, you know, a good time, and it'd just be super cool to have a whole bunch of questions from you folks to answer, Uh, so send them on in. Uh, Once again, 10am UK time on Saturday the 25th is the cut-off. Alright then, Uh, let's just really quickly recap what happened in the last episode. Continuing their investigations at the theatre, following the grisly appearance of a dead body on the stage, uh, Madame Sway and Alistair soon realised that one of the cast members of the play, a man named Tim April, who had played Caliban, was missing from the group. Alistair began to ask after the missing man, while Madame Sway joined Barnard in the theatre's foyer where they met the arriving authorities. Uh, Finding Tim nowhere in the backstage area, Alastair ventured out of the suspiciously open stage door, heading to the dark fields behind the theatre. There, he discovered the actor hunched over, clutching his hands to his abdomen in an attempt to stem the flow of blood from a familiar-looking wound. The actor just managed to say, uh, through gritted teeth, that he'd been attacked by, quote, the thing from the harbour, before Alastair found himself face-to-face with said thing a tall, emaciated, orderly proportioned creature with long blade-like claws and the face of a teenage boy. Uh, losing his grip on sanity at the sight of this otherworldly beast, Alistair passed out. Uh, back at the theatre, after a frustrating talk with local police, uh, Barnard and Madame Sway eventually also found their way to the fields, discovering the unconscious Alistair next to a large amount of blood, but no sign of the creature or the missing actor. That's pretty much where we left off, Uh, so without any further ado, let's begin today's episode. Enjoy. Walking away from the, uh, the blood-soaked uh, grass and carrying um, Alistair between uh, the two of you, uh, you stumble back towards the uh,
1: theatre building. Okay, as, as we're approaching the building then, is the, the side door still open? Uh,
0: yeah, I, it's pretty much as you left it. I mean, you were there was not a lot of um, time really passed in between uh, when you were sort of going looking for Alistair and when you found him. Um, and it, it was sort of still slightly ajar as you walked past it, and if if you remember, you could hear the uh-huh. policeman sort of, kind of, uh, not particularly professionally, uh, uh, questioning the, the cast as a group. Um,
1: yeah,
2: it was a group interview or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> okay then, uh, well heading back towards that door then, as we approach, Barnard's going to call out and call for the officers. Officers! Gentlemen! There's been an event outside!
2: Yes, help. Mm.
1: Sir, madam, I thought I told you to leave the premises. We did leave the premises. In fact, we went looking for our friend, and look what's become of him. Out in the field back there, some terrible event has taken place.
2: Someone grab a blanket. Get some coffee or something. He's in shock.
1: Um, yeah, Elv, uh, um,
0: Abraham sees you in a bit of a state, Alistair, and he grabs it. Oh, God, good, good lord. i just seen you, boy. And, uh, Abraham. But you're very pale and kind is... of sweaty and yeah um, da, da, da. Ah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. like somebody sort of moistened you down with a spray bottle. It... he's very much out of sorts would you look after him for a moment while I speak to the officers oh, yes yes, of course no, no, no.
0: Yeah, take a seat here he
1: mm-hmm. up a yes yeah.
3: yes thank
0: you
1: yeah wonderful would you would you care to join me madam swear would you rather to look after him?
2: Someone h- ought to check on him, make sure he's alright, see if, if he says anything. I'll come and find you.
1: Okay, let me go and speak with these men of the law. Uh, Barnard kind of strides out after. What's, what's happened with the police officers? Yeah, Have so they rushed um, out the door it looks like the, the
0: the detective inspector is still... He he kind of didn't really leave the, the most of the cast. He's sort of speaking with the director still. It, it, it seems like they haven't really taking your shouts to you know they they didn't go home running if that makes Uh sense Um, but the uh, the other uh, constable I believe was Constable Collins um, the one who sort of uh, interviewed you to just previously Um, he's sort of standing there looking a little bit impatient waiting for you what was it you said occurred
1: sir some some gruesome violent act there's uh, gore and viscera out in the uh, field we found our friend out there who passed out and looking rather worse for wear. He doesn't seem to even know where he's been. Gore and Vi- Gore and Viscera? Yes, so some grisly event out in the field out back. Well, oh, you better show me. Well, certainly. And um, with that, I'll lead him out into the alleyway and off we go.
0: Okay, so, uh, yeah, the, you find yourself back out in the alleyway. He's sort of... You get the feeling... like He's, he's not, like, disbelieving. He's just kind of... Um, a little bit sort of you get the just get the feeling he's maybe not as uh as shocked as you would think you know as you were hoping uh-huh. um you don't really find this suspicious it's just almost like you've um almost like he hasn't got a lot of patience you know uh-huh. for, for what um for what you're saying sort of thing um Especially as it's sort of a lot, not a lot of time has passed since you, you'd sort of he'd seen you at the front and then you'd gone to the back, and then a couple of minutes later, you burst in going, We found another murder. You know, it sort of seems you get the feeling that maybe he's like, Oh, these two again. Sort of that kind of mm-hmm. feeling. Um,
1: but he does follow you uh, down the alleyway towards the field. Okay. Um,. Choosing to sort of grit teeth rather than acknowledge the fact that this guy's not really giving him the full time a day that he might want. But I going to take him out to the field, and um, I forget—did we pick up his gun that was on the floor, or is that possibly still laying there? I believe. Because he- if it's if it's there and we didn't pick it up, I want to approach, trying to like get in the way of it, so that this police officer doesn't see it and maybe kick it out of the way or something.
0: I can't remember if you said you did or not. Um, I know I said that it was in Alistair's hand mm-hmm. Sort of loosely, you know, it was kind of loosely in his hand when he, But when he was passed out on
1: the ground Okay, I on that basis uh, then, you know, I would say uh, that If that was the case, then Barnard would have definitely made sure that was taken with So we'll not worry about that <laughs> uh, Okay, yeah, I was going to say, on that assumption I would assume you wouldn't just, like
0: It, it was kind of, um, it was obviously Alistair's gun If that makes sense mm-hmm. Um, so I would assume you wouldn't just leave it on the ground when you picked him up. I, okay. As I say, I can't quite remember. That was one of the things I didn't double check on the last bit. I didn't even think about that.
1: I will um, we'll treat it like that's what happened. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. We'll sorry. lead him out to the the bloody area and say, yeah. "Here it is, the site where my uh, my friend that uh, we've uh, just sat down back at the theatre is where we found him passed out." So the the
0: um, the uh, police officer holds up a, a lantern. and He's looking all around. and Well. Blimey. Certainly something's gone on here. You
1: say your friend? you found your friend here, did you? Yes. Yes, we, we'd lost track of him. In fact, we were, I and Madam Sway, the woman I was with back at the theatre there, we were wondering where he was and uh, took a little look out into the alleyway, saw a light that wasn't there earlier, and thought that perhaps it, that might be him. And, well, what do you know? Certainly there's a lot of blood here. He didn't seem to be uh, wounded at all. No, it's it's really quite inexplicable. I was hoping that perhaps we can uh, speak to him later on. He was really very addled, but perhaps in the morning he'll be feeling a little more uh, talkative. But as it is, you need to see this.
0: He's uh, he's looking around, kind of taking in the blood and the uh, the sort of the squashed down sort of long grass and that, and the sort of signs, kind of like you, you can see how it would look like. There's signs of a struggle here. Now that you've sort of seen the, you know, you, this is your second time back to the scene. Mm-hmm. And um, it sort of looks like he's putting things together in a similar pattern. Um, well, a bit of a word with your friend to, uh, well, one definite murder to another potential. Your friend uh, without a scratch on him.
1: Well, there's no sign of a body. I mean, that begs questions. But uh, yes, yeah, certainly. I can't deny that there's something questionable, of I mean, I use the word friend, but he's more of an associate. Yeah. How well would you say you know your associate? Well, we uh, we travelled into town together, but uh, and really we've spent a little time and uh, gotten to know each other, but beyond that, I, su- I suppose, that's as far as it goes. Seems like
0: the violent type, does he?
1: Certainly not. Hmm. No, in fact, the opposite. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the disembodied voice of Alastair
0: in your head <laughs> wow.
2: I really don't like this police officer so much I just want to slap him
0: in his face and be like You're a twat You're a pair
3: of bunch of pricks <laughs>
0: Yeah <laughs> Well perhaps we'd uh, better have a word With your friend maybe down at the station
1: Certainly I feel We should uh, certainly get out of this darkened field
0: Quite Find out where these bodies
1: are, Mm. and that will be making a move to sort of body language wise is like. So we're moving, right? We're going back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He sort of. He seems to. He seems quite intent on uh, speaking to the um, speaking to his colleagues about this, and uh, leads the way back towards the um,
1: towards the theatre. As we're going, I just want to ask. Um, you seem, or at least at first, you seem rather nonplussed by all these events. Is this a, a semi-regular event around here? You have you, uh, were you part of the war, perhaps? Have you had experience with these grisly affairs? I myself did not fight in the war, but uh, this is not my first posting.
0: I'm not, uh, not quite local myself. Came from one of the more larger
1: cities. See a good deal of stabbings and the like. I see. You get used to the it. it becomes hardened to these things. Yes, I understand. He, he sort of gestures
0: in to the door. You better go inside, sir. And we might need to ask you some additional questions as well. By all means. Um, okay, let's cut to uh, Alistair. and Madelsway. You were staying with him for you as well.
2: Yeah, I was getting like a blanket
0: and some like hot tea or coffee or something to
2: try and steady his nerves. Because I can imagine that he probably would probably be shaking.
0: Yeah. Like looking
2: for some, like looking for reassurance kind of thing, like like someone you recognise. So I would like sit in Alice, sitting, um, uh, oh, what's the actor's name again? Um, Abraham. Abraham, I would sit in Abraham down because he knows Abraham and going off to find like a, a blanket or a thick
0: like, jacket or something to like. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well we'll say, we'll say this is happening while Barnard's off with the, um, the policeman then. So, uh, Alistair, yeah, you're, you're sort of put into a, just a sort of loose chair on the side of the stage. Um, Abraham is, uh, well, Madam Sway is going to get you a blanket. Abraham is sort of, what happened, boy? What, what, what happened? I, uh, I, honest, I, I, I
3: don't know. I, I, I don't even know how I got here. Well, so you, you came to the theatre. You came to the performance. Didn't I? We, we, we spoke earlier on. I remember speaking to you. I remember getting ready at the boarding house
0: to leave with my associates to come here. No, no, no. Since then, since then, since the uh, well, the incident in the um, in the interval, you and your friends were sort of uh, asking uh, or doing a bit of investigation of the. Whole thing uh, he sort of gestures to your left and you, you look to the left and there's a body on the stage
3: they haven't moved it yet no good grief um <laughs> is it a, a is a body oh yes what is hi oh, I'm so sorry I really don't recall anything since before I left the boarding
0: house I, uh, I'll have what you're having <laughs> but uh, uh, I haven't had anything as far as I know Strange, quite strange. It was only only ten
3: minutes ago we were talking. It, I really, I really don't know what to say. I, I, have no, oh, my head, my head is swimming. Oh, good grief! Yeah. Abraham,
0: what has been happening? Well, we thought the performance was going well, and um, we got to the interval. All was all was good, and. Coming back from the interval, opening the curtains, uh, curtain snagged on, uh, well, on, on the body on the stage. It's James, is a, a stage hand. It fell from the, uh, fell from the gantry up there to the stage. The looks of it things, he's been dead for some time. He's been missing for a couple of days.
3: I, you say that, I do remember you saying that someone had gone missing when we spoke. Before I went back to the boarding house to get ready. Yes. That's him on the stage, dead. Certainly seems to be. Uh, Nasty business. I'm sorry. Everything since we spoke is just. I really don't know what's happened. Where I've been, who I've spoken to. I've got nothing. There's there's just nothing. Did you did you find Tim? It was Tim.
0: I'll take that as a no. Um. He was—he was playing Caliban in the, uh, in the in the play, and you—you uh, you took off looking for him. Uh, you thought he might have been—well, uh, been the culprit of all this. And uh, last I saw you, you were heading out the side door. Cal—Caliban, Cal- you say? Yes.
3: There's—there's—there there's, is something. There is something in my mind about that name, but I can't place it. Dear, this is this is really, really
0: giving me a headache. Yeah, well, well. Madam uh, sounds- yeah, I was going to say Madam way. At this point, you returned with a blanket. And-
2: Caliban was the one that went missing after the play. You went to go look for him. Did I? Yes.
3: I'm very sorry, my dear. I have no recollection of that at all.
2: Oh, don't stress yourself too much. You've had a shock, obviously.
3: Yes. I hang on. And Alistair checks his coat pocket and mm-hmm. my my gun. Where's my gun? You had a gun? Uh, well yes. It was father's. I had it with me. Uh where is it? I never I never I never go out without it. Especially not recently. Yeah. Uh, it's clearly concerned yeah his weapon's not on him
0: mm-hmm.
3: but you know he, he's sort of panicking as to where it is sure he remembers having it when he was getting ready mm. but it suddenly that's the one thing he's suddenly noticing that he's like whoa what the hell yeah so he's panicking now because his firearm's
0: not with him we, we'd said that barnard had pocketed it was that what would come to him the conclusion previously mm-hmm. yeah I yes guess. yeah just for my clarity's sake yeah yeah um Okay, so yeah, no, your gun is nowhere on your person that you can right. find. okay. Oh. oh, this is
3: not good. I remember leaving the boarding house with it. i got, got to find it.
2: Must find it. I wouldn't worry about it right now. You barely remember anything. You probably don't even remember dropping it.
3: I don't remember doing anything with it except putting it about my person. Oh dear, oh dear, dear. And uh, Alistair's just kind of head in hands trying to comprehend what the hell is happening.
0: Alistair, um, well, you don't see this, but uh, Abraham, he kind of uh, sort of pats you on the back in a sort of Madame Sway, kind of giving you a sort of a pointed look as if he's sort of a little bit shocked that uh, Alistair would be carrying a gun around into the theatre.
2: Well, not really, because she's got
0: hers in her body. Well, no, he's a little bit shocked, <laughs> but yeah. she's yeah. I'll leave, oh, I'll leave little... what she's doing up to you. Uh,
2: so he's just going to... I'd imagine she'd probably internally she'd be like, "Don't mention that to the police. Don't mention the fact that you had a gun with you." Yeah, <laughs> she's just gonna be like, I'm, "I'm sure. I'm sure it'll turn up. It's probably fallen out your pocket. It's something innocent."
0: At this point, um, Barnard and the uh, police officer walk back in through the side door. The uh, the police officer sort of looks at you quite sort of let's say probingly. Um, sort of you can't quite read it if you. Um, well, it depends on if you were looking at him when he walked in or not, but no um, head still in hands. Yeah. Just matters where you catch this though. Sort of, a, yeah. sort of quizzical look from the um, police officer as he walks back in with Barnard. Um, the police officer sort of walks over to um, the uh, detective inspector. You could just kind of uh, actually, you know what? Um, they're, they're kind of they're li- kind of whispering. But anybody who wants to be kind of trying to listen in, kind of get a listen check from.
2: I'll have a listen. Sometime. Okay. I don't have any skills in no, it unfortunately.
0: No, but it's you got 20% as the basic so um, you can e D100 D100 aiming for under 20. Nope. <laughs> 100. So that Yeah, I got, a, I
2: got full critical fail. Great.
0: Well, wow. Okay, yeah, 100 on the D100. Um Okay, you've got hysterically dashed. <laughs>
2: tuned
0: everything out yeah the the the, the the enormity of the events of the evening is sort of trying sort of starting to kind of prey on your mind a little bit and while one part of your brain is going oh i should probably listen to what they're thinking you get a sort of slight kind of ringing in your ears as the sort of stress sort of is sort of getting to you a little bit and then another larger part of your brain is going just, just have a bit of whiskey. You know, just have a bit of whiskey, and everything will be fine. Should <laughs> so,
2: I roll to resist?
0: <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. No. It was. Well, it was more that like you're, you're going. I should really listen, and then the you know the thought of like, oh, I could have a drink is overpowering, and you actually don't hear what they're saying that's what i am saying. Mm, okay I'll leave it up to you that's whether you give in and actually have a have a drink or not I don't need you to this isn't like a sort of psychological attack or anything it's just that <laughs> it's just competing thoughts in your head of like I should listen and I really want a drink
2: I think instead of maybe like having a drink she'll maybe like start or her leg will maybe start to twitch mm. or or like that kind of um, or a, like a tick or something will will start maybe she'll like yeah, I think, like, her knee bouncing or, or starting to twitch like that will be, will be fine. Mm. She's like, I want one. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like, can't have one right now.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and in all the uh, the stress, you uh, don't
1: hear what the uh, policeman is saying to the detective. Okay.
0: Barnard, are you having a listen in as well, or are you... Uh, you're...
1: Um, no, more focused on walking back over to the rest of the group. Okay. Yeah, am, am I still, like walking astride with the police officer. Is he coming with me, or have we separated uh, well, he so, He's sort of separated off to go over
0: to the detective inspector.
1: Right, right, okay. So I'm, I'm wandering over quickly to the group, or well, Barnard is, sorry, Yeah. and uh, pulling, catching sight of um, Alistair with head in hands, so I kind of turn to Spence and say, is, uh, is he quite alright? Obviously everything's uh, a little bit much this evening, but he looks perhaps even worse than before.
2: He had a gun with, I'm going to whisper to Bernard, he had a gun with him.
1: Ah yes, of course Well, Discretion is the key And uh, kind of turning towards her And putting his left hand pocket in that direction He kind of pulls the uh, the handle up So that she can get a little glimpse of it
2: Ah, uh, I'm just going to sigh with relief <laughs> Good
1: has, uh, has anybody made mention of this to the officers?
2: No, thankfully
1: That's, a, that's quite the relief We should really uh, be getting rid of this kind of thing Not legal in all what do you think he was doing with it?
2: Well, he said he never leaves without it.
1: I'm Odd for a man in his position.
2: He said it was his father, so I'm assuming sentimental value.
1: Hmm. And uh, with that, I kind of lean over and give Alistair a little tap on the shoulder. And Alistair, Alistair boy.
3: Uh, uh, Bernard. Yes. I've,
1: uh, I've got your father's gun. Oh, thank merciful heaven. Thank you. And, uh, Where was it? It was lying beside you out in that field where we found you. I don't remember being in a field, much less bringing that thing out. There are a lot of questions there right now. Not sure what you were doing in the field either, quite frankly. You'd just been enjoying the evening at the theatre and witnessed a murder, and you're out gallivanting in a field?
3: It does sound a bit wild. I Mm. I, I can't
1: corroborate anything you're saying. I
3: have absolutely no memory of anything before we left the boarding house before coming to the theatre everything after that is just well, there's a void in my memory
0: yeah your last solid memory is uh, sitting down to dinner with um, Barnard and Madame Sway and sort of discussing what you'd sort of your thoughts on what had been going on so far in the town at that point just was that dinner
3: you, at the boarding house?
0: that was just before you came to the theatre right
3: yeah, we, we'd spoken about what had gone on, we'd had a meal, and we set out the door, and the next thing I know, you and Madame Sway are picking me up from the field, or whatever that area is out the back. Uh, everything else, just
1: everything in between, is just gone. So no notion at all of what might have caused the blood we found you were lying in? Are you okay? You're not wounded at all, are you? He checks himself. Um,
3: I don't think so. No. no cuts, no
1: bleeding. As he's saying this, Barnard looks over to Madam Sweat and kind of raises a quizzical eyebrow, as if to say, like, hmm, I, I don't know what's going on here. In- yeah. you. I mean, the-, the pair of you
0: both saw the blood in the area that he was in, so there clearly was and mm-hmm. it was it was
1: fresh as well. There clearly was something that had gone on there. That's it, but we don't know what it was. If it was him, if it was yeah. something else, or what? We so yes, yeah, it was a cool
2: look. Uh,
1: There is there is
3: one thing, and ne- that I need checking. Bernard, could you take could you take the gun to one side mm-hmm. and check how many bullets are in the chamber? If there are six, then I haven't fired it. we thinking. Please check. If there is if there's even one or more bullets missing, then I have obviously done something terrible. But if there are six, then it hasn't gone off.
1: In the uh, the the circumstances that we're stood in right now, is it possible for Barnard to kind of just sort of turn with the side, the pocket side where the gun is away from all police officers, so he can quickly kind of look down to his left? I'm assuming it's an, a revolver-type gun. Yes, it's a old-style revolver, standard okay, military so issue
3: we... from the First World War.
1: Turn, unclip it, and just pop the handle back just to have a quick look in the uh, chamber and see what's in there. That's
0: it. Yeah. I think if we were in like an empty room, I would make you make a stealth check. But there's enough kind of like backstage sort of d- detritus and things here that you can sort of surreptitiously kind of. Just step to one side and check it, I won't make you roll for that. I, I, think.
2: Can, I can stand in front of him as well. Like, yeah. I do
0: could say like, stand in front of him. Uh, so, like so, I say, if you were really like... If the guy was looking at you already and kind of trying, you know, you were obviously... I, I would make your stealth check on that, but I think we can just... Uh, I'm, I'm being lean
1: in. I mean, just, okay, yeah. Right, well, I'm gonna do that then, have a look, and... AJ, how many bullets are Does in the there chamber? There
0: appear to be six bullets in the chamber.
1: Breathing a small sigh of relief, but turns to uh, Alistair and says, "Well, uh, it's uh, quite the relief to see that there are six bullets in this chamber, so it would appear that you're uh, innocent of whatever bloodshed was uh, taking place in that field Thank God for that thank you yes, thank you quite, my a, the, the, quite the relief oh, I just wish I could
3: remember
0: what happened out there." at this point, the um, the detective and the uh, police officer walk up right then uh, might have believe that you uh, you were found out back in the field is that right sir uh,
3: yes uh, I believe so I yes
0: yes uh, well my, my colleague here has been out uh, outside with your uh, well with your companion um, before there's quite a large amount of blood out there new without a scratch on you
3: I really don't know what to tell you inspector I, I th- you may find this hard to believe but I Have
0: no recollection of going out into the field. Well, you're right there. I do find it a little bit hard to believe. If uh, (laughs) that blood's not yours, it's somebody's. Quite possibly, but
3: the last thing I remember about today was leaving my boarding house with my friends here. Mm. I don't remember anything after that until being picked up in the field and being brought in here.
0: A bit of shell going on.
3: Is that what you're saying? That's all. That's the only thing I can equate it to. Yes. Hmm. Maybe. I just. I have a complete blank on my memory, and I don't know what's been happening. I've only just found out that there's a body on the stage. And
0: yeah, that's strange. A lot of the uh, lot of the people here seem to recall you walking around asking questions about that body.
3: I'm afraid I don't recall asking questions to anyone. Yes, well... I'm very sorry, Inspector, but I don't know what I can tell you. I, My memory is a blank.
0: Well, I'm sure we'll uh, think of something to ask you. I think it would be best if you came with us, sir. Uh, if you insist. Very well. What,
2: what reason should he, beca- he have to go with you? It's obvious here that he's had a fright, he's lost his memory, and... ...clearly isn't in any capability to answer any more of your questions.
0: Well, perhaps a uh, comfortable uh, bed under supervision by, uh, by uh, the, the good members of uh, Her Majesty's uh, police will uh, jog his memory somewhat.
2: Are you accusing him of some crime?
0: Well, uh, we've got one definite dead body. We've got blood out the back your friend found at the scene of the blood out the back, possible murder I don't have anybody else uh, who's standing out to me as some kind of uh, suspect, we're only uh, asking for his cooperation in this matter, madam
2: I can, uh, <laughs> cooperation is this is utterly ridiculous if I if I, can he not come to the police station in the morning, perhaps then his, his memory would have returned
0: well We wouldn't want him to run away from town now, would we?
2: Where exactly is he going to go at this time of night?
0: Well, indeed. I
3: assure you, Inspector, I have no intention of leaving town. Not yet. I remember seeing some strange things in town over the last few days, and I'm not going to leave until we've got answers.
0: What kind of strange things have you seen in town?
3: Well, everything that's been going on from the hullabaloo at the church, the stories of people going out into the harbour and not coming back and clearly whatever's happened here. So you're saying you have knowledge of the uh... I'm saying I've witnessed things and I'm more than happy to help in your inquiries but right now I have no decent information to give you. You can clearly see I'm in shock. Give me some time to recuperate in a familiar environment and then in the morning I will gladly speak to someone of the law at the police station or wherever you choose. But I'm of no use to you right now.
0: The um the the first police officer that you dealt with, whose name escapes me at this moment. Pukey. <laughs> yeah, the one who was <laughs> yeah, The one who was puking, he kinda leans in at this point and goes, Well, detective, I did see him at the church the other day. Um, the detective seems to be so uh, you can be placed at two of these poten- of these murder sites.
2: Oh, for goodness' sake! After the event.
0: Quite well known that some criminals return to the scene of the crime. Do I look like a common criminal? Common criminal uh,
3: cannot be classified by visual means alone, sir. I'm a member of the Royal Archaeological Society. I am not into common crimes, especially murder.
0: Class murder is a common crime, sir. It's quite a rare crime, especially around these parts. Uh, I, I'm afraid I'm going to really? need
3: to come with us. Really? Try saying that to Jack the Ripper. Please.
0: You claim to be Jack the Ripper, sir?
3: Of course I'm not. What kind of ridiculous question is that?
2: Enough, both of you. You're bickering like children.
0: I'm not Begins. bickering, madam. I'm cli- I'm just merely trying to uh, deal with the situation at hand. If you come with You're us, sir. You're
2: not dealing. You're not dealing with the situation, you're aggravating the situation. That is what you are doing. This man has clearly had something happen to him. He is quite upset, quite agitated, and the questioning that you are doing are only making things worse. Please, if you would only give him a night's rest, I assure you we will come to I will accompany him to the police station tomorrow. We will sit, answer whatever questions you have, and I'm going to roll a charm check. <laughs>
0: okay, uh, <laughs> is this charm? charm? Yeah, yeah, there is charm. Oh yeah, you got really high on charm, okay. The 70. Ooh. This yep. is like your one, This is your best skill, charm. My
2: best skill.
0: Oh, 25. 25, oh no, 70, Yes. Yeah, so that's a, that's a, that's a, I think that class is a critical success. Um, I'm
2: going to bat my eyelids, this is my best <laughs> smile. <laughs> You basically
0: pull. <laughs> well, I was going to say make a persuade, but then you said charm, and I think charm works. But you're, you're kind of trying to sort of
2: what kind of persuasion
0: are you going for? <laughs> um,
2: that's why I'm batting my eyelids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he sort of looks between two figures. Well, if you uh, if you can vouch for this uh, for for this gentleman here, I can. I'm not unsympathetic. I can see he's in quite a state. Um, I want to see you both at the police station first thing in the morning 7am if you've not (laughs) (laughs) that is first thing in the morning madam Um,
2: clearly business hours are a lot earlier in the down south than they are up north
0: yeah no shit (laughs) crime doesn't (laughs) crime doesn't sleep madam Um, (laughs) neither do you by the sound of it (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) <laughs> if you, if the pair of you should fail to arrive at the police station tomorrow morning, you will both be considered fugitives.
2: I assure you, we will both come to the police station for seven a.m.
0: You have our words. Right.
1: He writes down your names in the uh, in his in his book. As this has been taking place, Barnard did kind of step a little to the side to kind of like, when that conversation fired up, he kind of turned it just enough to make it clear that it's like. I'm not part of this unless somebody's pulling me into it. <laughs> I don't Hence know the these quiet. people. Yet. <laughs> Very much so. There, there, there's definitely a brewing feeling on his part of, like, what have I gotten myself into? Who are these people? And, yeah. yeah. Things are escalating like, beyond my expectations. I came here to see my old friend. Yeah, he's
2: a little irate that they're trying to pin this crime on an on a, uh, innocent man.
1: You can see how they got to it, though, right? Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, yeah, and and Barnard is very much handling the gun and in such a way that's like, oh, thank God this is in my pocket right now because (laughs) if if they found that on him right now, ugh. Bad times. I mean, Alistair
0: has been at all of the murder sites Mm. and seen at them by police officers. (laughs) So, yeah, and that's all I'm saying is that a case could be made of, like, this is a man from outside town who's appeared and has been seen at crime scenes of crimes That's clearly a and has
2: knowledge of the town. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm sure. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um yeah, they are going to let you take Alistair away for um for the evening, but as as he said, if you if you fail to bring him to the police station then uh, the the law will be on to you. To both of you. So um it is now up to you do you, the three of you want to stay at the what, what are you thinking returning to the uh, lodgings or are you what's the plan I think we'd turn probably to the lodgings
3: and
1: yeah once the yeah. detectives have gone away, Barnard's going to kind of turn to return to the little group and so you were, you seem to handle them quite nicely I was expecting you to be hauled off to the cells for the evening you weren't the only one. Yes, it's a relief that I had that gun of yours. Indeed. Thank you, Bernard.
3: And thank you, Madam Sway.
1: Might I suggest that we uh, adjourn for the evening? I'm feeling quite weary after the night's events, and it would be best if we uh, perhaps stowed our uh, contraband, so to speak. Yes. Good idea. Let's, uh, Let's get out of here.
0: I still like find the, it funny we'll that the one three one. of you both... or all, all, all three of you took guns to the theatre. <laughs> and just the thought of, like... like Alice just, you found Alice's one, and the two of you were like, I guess still trying to keep it secret that you had guns on you, so you're like, what's he doing with a gun?
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, who's got the moral cards high ground? To our chest? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Who's got the moral high
0: ground in this one? Yeah, life? I don't know, it just tickles me. <laughs> okay, so, um... Yeah, do, do you need carrying still, do you think? Or um, are you you're a little bit sort of... I probably can, a little bit kind of... I can walk, but yeah, I think I need guidance. A little bit shaky. Yeah, probably yeah. a bit of guidance. Um, so, yeah, the three of you slowly, let's say, then make your way back to the lodgings. Um, uh, Madame Sway and Barnard, you're sort of keeping an eye around. You don't see anything sort of too... There's no, there's no real kind of, like signs of sort of anybody watching you on the way or anything although you do see a few more of the, the houses and that do seem to have sort of lights still on um you would guess maybe these were people who would run away from the theater who are sort of returned to their homes and are maybe discussing what they saw um as you open the door of uh mrs kendall's boarding house um there is the sort of soft bell ringing um and uh she's sort of her head sort of appears from round the, uh, the the door into the back area and sort of, oh, the three of you are back. Uh, how was the theatre?
2: Eventful.
0: Interesting. At least. Uh, I'm not really a fan of Shakespeare myself. Uh, theatre, I prefer to read. I think after tonight, so are we. That bad, was uh, it?
3: Uh,
2: you'll have an interesting read in the paper tomorrow, I'm assuming.
0: Oh, well. I look forward to it, uh, the review, at least. Have a good evening, everybody. Good night. She closes her door. Uh, actually, after I... locking the front door, you get the feeling she was sort of waiting up for the last three uh, residents to return. Um, mm-hmm. and so she, she locks the front door and then returns to her chambers. Leaving the three of you in the foyer.
2: I don't know about any of the rest of you, but I, I might have a drink in the uh, breakfast area before heading upstairs. <laughs> just yes. to calm my nerves.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I have some of the whis- uh, some of the gin I procured earlier. I'll certainly join you for a small uh, snifter. I think I'll
3: uh, just go straight to bed.
1: Before you go, Alistair, and uh, Barnard reaches into his pocket and hands the revolver over, might I suggest you uh, keep this amongst your belongings rather than out with you on these trips?
3: Uh, yes. Uh, I, Alistair reaches and takes the gun. I'll uh, I'll be sure to do that. Thank you, Bernard.
1: Rest assured, I'll uh, I'll provide the uh, the protection should something come our way. Not that there's any indication of such things, but uh, rest assured, old boy. And he kind of laughs in a way that's like. Well, you know I'm a violent man, so don't worry about things. I'll, I'll be violent on your behalf. And gives him a little tap on the shoulder, a little bit too hard. Just, just a little bit too hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Quite. Uh, again, thank you both. Good night. Yeah.
3: He puts the gun into the. You got a sort of holster. The holster, and, of, the holster um, inside his yeah. um, garments, and then disappears to his room.
0: Yeah. Oh okay, Yeah. You find your way up to the um, up to your room with uh with no trouble, and uh I would assume just collapse sort of into <laughs> to sleep, yeah, it's just sort of face first, yeah <laughs> let's stick with uh barnard and um madame sway for your your drink, i'm assuming then so yeah the, the the sort of dining room area where you've eaten before is 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 dark there's but you find easily there's a couple of candles you can you can light in there, and um yes, pull up a chair and. Alcohol. <laughs>
2: just just a, a couple of lips before heading up to bed.
1: Yeah, steady just the nerves. Just steady. Yeah, a little like conversation about the fact that neither of us came here quite expecting to deal with murders, and now we are.
2: Yes, it's, it's very strange. He's <laughs> like, I was supposed to be on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm having a nervous breakdown.
0: <laughs> okay. Um well we'll just we'll just we'll we'll kind of gloss over that conversation then it's sort of yeah. I'm assuming it would just be a little bit of sort of
1: Light, kind of like that was fucked up, kind of talk. Yeah, yeah. pretty we're, much. We're consoling each other a little bit, in in that way that I don't know if you. I'm trying to think if I've ever had, ever had an experience of like a disaster that leads me to have a moment of camaraderie with a stranger. But it's that kind of thing where like we know each other a little bit now, and perhaps just enough that we're perhaps letting a little bit more of the uh, nerve show. Hmm. And maybe not not for the first... Yeah, maybe not for the first time as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, So we'll say, yeah, you have a couple of drinks, steady the nerves, and uh, to bed, as, uh, like I say, Madam Sway has got to be (laughs) taking Alistair to the station in the morning.
2: Yeah, I can't stay up too late.
0: No, got things to do. Um, So, Alistair, you find sleep surprisingly easily as you sort of collapse into bed you you know you're feeling um exhausted and sort of in a way that you haven't in the longest time not since your um your bad experience in london the dreams that come to you are strange a sort of odd mishmash of dark sort of dark imagery sort of things that you you definitely recognize as memories from um from your life but sort of exaggerated in a way that makes them i don't know sort of memories can be scary anyway but these are sort of you you remember the um the attack by the gang on you and your um is it your fiance, or is it just was uh, no. just your sort of basically your, um, your girlfriend, la- lady love, first love, Doris? Yeah. yeah. Um. And um. But the the faces of those uh, attacking you are sort of exaggerated, kind of grinning masks of sort of terror, and there's nothing you can do about it, and you you sort of relive that moment again and. Um, you remember the death of your parents, and feel the feeling of helplessness. Um, throughout all of it, you get flashes of an island and a a wizard who's, who looks a lot like Abraham, and a strange sort of long armed creature um, with sort of claw like hands who gives a quite eloquent speech in a, in an odd voice. Uh, a falling um falling body and sudden rising of screams and blood from all around you and again this long arm creature but it doesn't quite look the same it's it it it's kind of it's giving this speech but the the lips aren't moving, and its face suddenly shifts and you are surrounded the, the the island drops away around you you are standing in a, a darkened black field moonlight shining behind you as you turn and look and the long arm creature is there but it's not the same it's crawling on the ground it's holding its claws to its stomach and a look of fear in its eyes as you spin again and there's another long arm creature this time tall taller than you taller than seven feet tall sort of slick kind of jaundiced yellow skin but a, a sort of completely untouched, unblemished face of a... looks like a teenage boy but with completely pitch-black eyes and then you sit up in bed, awake <laughs> Sweat dripping down you. I think I remember. Do I remember? Yeah, you get your memories back. Right. they they're sort of they're trickling in now. Right, okay. And, It's, it's yeah. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. You can you can really leaning into this. You're not. It's not like oh, all of a sudden you've got your memories back. But you're suddenly details coming back to you. You remember going to the theatre. You remember the events start trickling in. Yeah. Right up and up until the point we saw the thing, pulled your gun, and collapsed. But pulled out your gun, but just collapsed as it overtook you.
3: Right. Uh, Okay, Alistair. Gets out of bed Gets dressed Quite hurriedly Mm. Uh Leaves his room Mm -hmm. And uh The clock on the wall says 5am 5am Fuck it Go down Just saying Go down That's fine That's fine Go down the next Uh to the next couple of doors Mm -hmm. Trying to remember where The other two which, Which rooms they're in Okay, Um, you don't know what rooms they're in. No. Which is when Alistair stops and thinks, oh shit, I don't know where they are. At that point, Alistair goes back to his room Mm -hmm. and things are starting to come back to him. He sits down, there's a chair in the room, obviously he sits down at at a little desk that he's got by the bed and he
0: starts scribbling down what he's starting to remember. Okay, just sort of keeping notes of... Yeah. Is it What kind of format are you writing them in? Is it sort of like a journal entry, or is it like a sort of of unhinged scribbling of... of, (laughs) It's
3: it's sort of like cliff notes of the order of things as he's remembering them. Right. And trying to piece together exactly what's gone on. Okay. So that'll keep him occupied until the others kind of rise from their slumber type thing.
0: Yeah. um, I feel like we should do some kind of... uh, some kind of check here, then, to make sort of because you are still quite distressed by yeah. it. Obviously, now that you've got your memories back, it's it's even more messed up than when you didn't mm. remember them. Makes sense. Um, um, you know, actually, let's let's go let's go weird with it. Let's do a sanity check. I'm not going to have you lose points if you fail it, right? But if you pass it, then you're able to get stuff down in a way that might be understood by somebody other than you, right? If you fail it, it's going to look like the scrollings of a madman.
3: Okay, fair enough.
0: So, I think that's a fun way of doing it. Yep, yeah, that works. Okay, so you could get below we'll sixty-four. Here in yeah. Uh, fifty-four. Fifty-four. Okay, so yeah, the um, the, they're a little bit manic and a little bit scrabbly, but um, with a with a little bit of study, somebody could realise what you're trying to say here. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. A, it's not totally uh, in, intelligible. Yeah, it's not. It's not like a madman's like. Manifesto screed kind of thing, but no. it, it does. It's quite. It's still quite clear that you're in distress when you wrote it. It's not like you know, smoothly, mm. smooth handwriting or anything. It's yeah. like you're you It's frantic- not a novel. No, you're frantically trying to get your thoughts down as they come to you and that. But yeah, you've you've sort of you've got them down. Fantastic. What would you like to do with this paper? Uh, probably fold it up and put it in my pocket. Okay, so keeping it on you. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, so um, that takes you a little bit of time, comes around to about six o'clock. Um, Madam Sway, you're kind of coming to consciousness about this time as well. Um, looking over, you see the clock says six o'clock.
2: I will start getting read- myself ready, and washed and dressed and things like that.
0: Mm. Um, you know what, can I get a constitution check from you? Ooh. So, this is below forty. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, Ooh, yeah, I'm no, you, you've weathered your hangover quite well. <laughs> I was just conscious of the all of the drinking before you went to sleep. Yes, yeah, very true. <laughs> um, so yeah, a little bit. I mean, you, you can tell you had a couple, but you're 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 not feeling ill. Um, so yeah, you fairly quickly get your stuff together and. Uh, it's uh, yeah it's up to you what you would like to do
2: um i can't really remember which room Alistair's in so i will probably have to be head down to the breakfast area and have some breakfast and wait for him in the foyer
1: okay all right
0: no problem um barna would you be waking up around this time as well or are you just i'll leave this to you you, you you've had a you had a bit of gin last night did you go straight to sleep when you um, went up to your room? Oh, yes.
1: Yep, straight head down, and being in the armed forces, it's late to bed, early to rise, so he's mm-hmm. straight up. Okay, yeah. Similar time, no problem. Okay, can I get Yeah, following a... suit, heading downstairs, all the rest of it. Yeah, can I
0: get a constitution check from you as well? Just because the thing is, hell, the gin You need to get below 70, so. Uh... That should be alright. A little easier yeah. than Madam Sway, but. Nice rolls. 12. Oh, 12 as well okay all right yeah now you also like you say you you've you've drunk more than that and been fine before but actually anything below 14 on that was a super duper you know success for you i'm um, looking at the numbers oh, under a sheet. So, so you, oh, you, you look are fr- fresh as a daisy <laughs> in fact you you think you might start drinking gin before you go to bed every night you feel so good um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> who's to say that he hasn't been doing <laughs>
0: You're used to the gin at this point, and it's, uh, yeah, you're up, you're feeling good, um, and then the memories of the previous evening come back, and you realise, oh, okay, I might be feeling good, but stuff is not Uh great. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Our next story episode, episode 51, uh, continuing where we left off today, will be available, as usual, in two weeks' time on Thursday, the 6th of June. Uh, So we hope you'll all tune back in for that. Also, uh, be sure to tune in next week, Thursday, the 30th of May, for our big uh, two-year Q&A episode. And remember that you can still submit questions for it uh, to us up until 10am UK time on Saturday, the 25th of May. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at Dice. You can also email us at PretendingWithDice at Outlook.com. Uh, if you're an iTunes user, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review. Uh, it all helps us to find new listeners, and we'd just really love to hear what you all think of the podcast. Uh, so for now, that's our show. I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.